altering the very form of nature. The people cower behind city walls, losing their connections to history and all hope of a better life. But five seasoned adventurers, Allegan, gnome sorcerer, Mativus, Verana Samurai, Nydia, Hag Hedgewitch, Ogan the Anvil, Human Cleric, and Ravy, Half-Orc Magus Librarian, will be called out of retirement to battle monsters and the sickness itself, speak with the gods above and below, and separate myth from truth. Join us for the Great Old Ones. Check it, check, check. Hey, we're rolling. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Thank you. You too. I'm staring at my uh, my beautiful players, legitimately looking like the Voltron team lineup down here in Zoom. Um, looking at the Roll Twenty map, uh, back for another grand adventure of the Great Old Ones. This is going to be delightful. Uh, so, so I've been asked to recap, but what I'm going to do because I'm a dick GM. Uh, storyteller extraordinaire is I'm going to have my players uh, explain to me what they remember because I don't want to tell them anything they didn't take notes on. Oh, God, no. <laughs> and then they're just going to not remember it. Well, I got some magical refillable water, so I'm good. <laughs> there we go. I told you all to put that down or so God help you. <laughs> <laughs> Your flower crown is looking on point, by the way. It's beauteous. And Maat's got an awesome owl hat. It pretty much matches um, Father Gregory's owl, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) A little fat, pudgy owl. Um, Okay, so you guys left. Speaking of Father, you guys left him back at the gate uh, of the... You're not supposed to tell us anything. That's true. So you guys go ahead. Tell me what you remember. Okay. I Uh, remember chessmen. I remember pretty much every fable that we've talked about in this universe so far existing within this space. (laughs) So I believe it started with us trying to hunt down that hawk that escaped from the the scabbard that we found, uh, which I left back in the, uh, the cavern. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Well, I do. Yeah, and then it okay, escaped good. out the front where there was a giant waiting for us. Uh, yes, a I forget the exact word, but it, basically an archangel yeah. showed up. Huge. Huge. Uh, I set Matavius on fire. <laughs> that did uh, happen. It was <laughs> awesome. It was like the highlight of the game for me, honestly. <laughs> I told people who don't play D anD D about it. They stared at me like I was crazy. <laughs> I remember going into a hollow tree, expecting to find elves. They made cook- they made cookies, but instead we found snakes and a rope golem and a wax golem. And- Listen, ye old Keebler is not in this. Place. <laughs> must have cookies on the brain. Yell <laughs> fudgy. Um, and- I do know that we found the plate. We had the beacon. The point that is moving, that is fast, quickly moving. Um, we also had uh, Gregory is still knocked out, so yeah. So we just yeah, talked we to left him, at the front door. We left him at the front because his staff was putting up like a protective spell to keep the uh, the archangel out, who mm-hmm. wanted us to come outside, and we steadfastly refused. I grabbed the entire medicinal library. 
which is now in my bag. And then somebody who will remain nameless, who likes to put on jewelry that they don't know what it does, <laughs> put on jewelry that they don't know what it does. And now oh, no. they have an eyeball bag. <laughs> Now she stepped away. Let's give her a moment to come <laughs> oh, back. My side. Oh, uh, <laughs> those who will be nameless will return shortly. Yeah. Well, so they can those, feel the shame. Well, for those listening to the podcast version of this, that was the end of episode two. That's where I cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. That's so where I cut off. Episode two is right when she yeah, put the necklace episode, on or the bracelet on. I believe episode three started with uh, us finding the guy outside. Yes. yes. We decided yes. to go deeper into the tree instead of dealing with him and his uh, chicanery. We left the scabbard behind after um, you so politely flipped it upside down. Uh, wait, you flipped it upside down. I just I don't know what you're talking about. about. <laughs> you were the one that flipped it upside down. As I, I just said, told you to politely it. flipped it upside down. I politely allowed you to do that. <laughs> and then a polite owl came out and said, Y'all are screwed. It was a hawk. Yeah. A hawk said, Y'all are screwed with no words. <laughs> and they flew away. <laughs> it's Neverland. I'm sure where we'll we, find him in Narnia. Where we then ran into the celestial. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, we found a giant uh, skeleton. Uh, like a dragon. I think it was a dragon. A giant but, draconic yeah. skeleton. So that's oh, how the last one started. Yes, yeah, psychedelic. Where, yes. Where we started leaving behind all the druid and chessmen uh, references and evidence, and now we're in a place that is entirely made out of dawnstone. And it's kind and of a, it's kind of a temple of some sort to some sort of snake god that was on the door that had like an egg in its jaws. We also see that symbol all over the place inside of here. Also, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. I cut out. I was going to say we walked through a pathway that was uh, was covered in. uh, It was almost like a hatchery of some sort. I remember that. And there was a wax golem in there. Uh, All kinds of candles were lit. Uh, There was a water water source that wouldn't end. Remember that. Which is a magical coin that Matt uh, G has now. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then we found the study with the uh, the orb yep. that I am carrying around. No, we took it from you because you're too small. No, I, I have it. The uh, the spike, the three foot uh, spike, whose name I have forgot. Uh, no, not the scabbard. Should have put it on your sheet, son. <laughs> well, I believe Ogan has that because it is. It is the same uh, size and almost the same weight as me. <laughs> uh, so I could not carry it. Much the same as the scabbard, <laughs> which is why it got left. Right. Quietly. Uh, oh, oh, is that why it got left? Not because you all forgot it. it <laughs> left. I, and I very, I straight up said I am leaving the scabbard. No, you and politely left the scabbard. <laughs> politely left politely. <laughs> Very so politely. I- Excuse me, sir. I'll just put this down right here. Would you would you you kindly put down the scabbard? Oh, (laughs) don't even. Don't even go there. (laughs) I wrote down that the um, people uh, that were in charge of this area are their surname is Cavagar. That's uh, pronounced correctly, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
And they're the serpent servant, um, some royals from before the time of the sickness, um, from a kingdom beyond the southern sands where they had legendary gardens and plants of all shapes and sizes. And that we found that there's a room called the first crib where they, there's a fountain where they would put serpent offsprings, flying serpent offsprings. It's a possibility. We also ran into the Full Metal Alchemist Pantheon of <laughs> Envy, Greed, Wrath, all our favorite friends, and uh, their icons have been on some of these dead people. Maleficus Spike. Yeah. That was, the, that was the thing. That was indeed the name. Oh, and Ravy, you got 57 books uh, from the Kavagar cult. I am ye old borders. <laughs> All right, there's a visual aid of what it looks like, by the way, guys. Nice. The Mohorg. Oh, uh, yeah. For, for our viewers at home, the last uh, moment of the last game, they open the door, this green stone door in this Dawnstone uh, room. All of the rooms so far have been made of Dawnstone, which, to remind you guys, is a uh, it's a luminescent uh sandstone um it's not porous it's like marble um to the touch it radiates um body temperature heat uh and emits a sense of um calm and comfort and it produces about the same illumination as a candle but when an entire room is made of it it's like standing in a room that's lit by uh soft light from every angle so shadows are kind of hard to come by uh, more importantly, uh, it's it's a little disorienting uh, being in a place like this that's this old, made of this stuff, because there are still like dust and bones and detritus and, and refuse and things that you've come across. So all of that, which would give the normal sense of like a little bit of a stressor and a little bit of kind of weirdness, uh, is being conflicted in your own person that you can't really save from. Uh, by this sense of warmth and comfort. So your emotions are kind of being overlaid or masked. So on some level, you're all very comfortable, but very uncomfortable at the same time. So it's making you feel kind of weird. Um, so the party's dealing with all that. They open the door, and out from the door strode a skeletal figure in a cape with a crown, large sword wreathed in energy, uh, and it has this uh, purplish snake being uh, that's wrapped around its bones and bits, almost like a living intestine uh, that snakes up through the rib cage and out of the mouth, creating a long four-pincered tongue. Um, and that, I believe, uh, was the, the, you know, that kind of came through and that was the last thing that these guys encountered. Um, and so we are going to start uh, getting into combat uh, right the heck now. <laughs> So let's uh, let's pop some initiatives. Gee, thanks, DM. Hey, no problem, guys. <laughs> I miss you all so much. Now I'm gonna attack you with skeleton. Me. <laughs> Nidia, yeah. So my, what's what's your play? This person looks magical, like they might do a spell. And because I don't want to take too long making a decision, I'm gonna cast aphasia on them so that they don't understand any languages. They okay. cannot speak them. 
or write them, right? Sounds good to me. I'm able to cast spells with verbal components. Oh, that's, that's my be, thought. That's and there be, is that's a, good a there is a will save, uh, and this is not a necromancer spell, so it would just be a six a DC sixteen that they have to get. Okay. I'm not entirely sure I get a will save because I am undead. Okay. Oh. So yeah, I don't have a will save. Okay. Uh, well, all right then. Nadia knew that. <laughs> Nadia, you're yeah. so smart. I'm so proud of so, you. So smart. Um, so yeah, uh, that would be use of your turn. Yes. Uh, oh, all right. Um, this is an awfully small room, so yeah, I can't move any further than I am. I'd be in a bookcase. So yeah, I'm there. <laughs> okay. So let's see, uh, that would be Ravy. What's your move? Uh, let's see here. Disrupt Undead. Oh. <laughs> let's see it. It's coming up. Mag, uh, let's see. You direct a ray of positive energy. Make a ranged touch attack to hit. And if the ray hits the undead creature, it deals a D, uh, 1d6 points of damage to it. Nice. So you rolled a nine. I believe that will hit my touch AC. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah. believe so. Yeah, that'll hit my pl- my touch AC. Huzzah! Barely, but it will. <laughs> uh, Listen, I'm a little rusty in my necromancy, okay? <laughs> I got you. So, uh, so throw me that D6. Let's see how much damage you do. All right. 1D6, uh, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Off to a good start. Allegan, what's your plan? Uh, so I just saw this disrupt undead work, correct? I mean, yes. It, it, a positive energy affects undead. You would know that. Great. So I'm going to do a modified scorching ray. Okay. So I am shooting like just pure positive energy at this thing. All right. Uh, let's see. Now I've got... Uh, oh, geez, what's his name? Spock's name. Are you saying that? Leonard yeah, Nimoy? That, yeah, Leonard Nimoy saying... Oh, darn it. Forget it. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I need to make me a ranged touch attack, it looks like. Yes, sir. And this will be coming... For some reason, I couldn't get it to do this, but I'm getting a plus one to whatever I roll. Okay. Yeah, I would say. Alright, wow. so that's ray one. <laughs> Dude. And that's Ray 2. Ray 2 oh, does nothing. Ray, Ray 2 uh, fizzles out. Uh, but Ray, Ray, Ray 1, the, yeah. The Ray of Light Madonna song that nobody ever listens to. <laughs> so that's still doing 46. That's 4d6 at home players. Not 4 d6. Wow, and two of those are sixes. Nice. So that's 17 points of damage just to this, uh, you know, little, little, little Allegan <laughs> launches. Uh, one hand kind of shoots a little poof of light. The other hand shoots a searing ray of positive energy into the chest of this thing. Pure it energy. really pisses off the little uh, purple uh, undead, school, you know, centipede-looking monster inside of its intestine bits. Um, Singes Uh-oh. something real good. Uh, doing 17 points of damage. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
So, good job, man. All right, that would be my turn, and I'm mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, I imagine you would be. And then I can't get through the party to get to you. Almost like. I'm going to do the ray of light dance right now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that music video. Just poking out from behind Ogan. <laughs> Pew! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and uh, and just attack you. Uh, well, no, I'm going to attack Mativius because he's there. You're I'm right there. I can't go anywhere else. You are the closest opportunity. <laughs> so, well, he's not moving out of or into since he's right there at the door. Um, so he's just going to swing on you. So I am going to... He's got a, a short sword uh, made of stone. And it is... Or I'm sorry, long sword made of stone. And it's wreathed with uh, green flames. So, yeah. You're hoping I don't roll good with this. And that's not. Oh, I've out my arm. No, well, the, the the sword has been wreathed in flames since oh. he came to the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, All he's right. not he's not casting. He's literally holding his stone sword wreathed in green flames. That's a pretty interesting sword. It is very interesting sword. And if you guys can kill him, maybe you can look at it. <laughs> if you can or kill him, if maybe you can if kill him politely in that entire sentence, <laughs> yeah, if you can kill him, maybe but, you can look at it, but do not touch it. But, <laughs> can, we, can we just ask him? Be like, dude, can we check out your sword? Check out your sword. <laughs> it looks really cool. Uh, I'm gonna roll the hit. Oh no! Does oh, a thirty-three geez, hit you? Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> okay. Matibus, I'm so sorry I singed you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to roll some damage. Oh, I'm glad I cured him when I had the chance. This is unfortunate. Oh, no. Uh, I, seventh level, kids. <laughs> seventh I, level. <laughs> I'm just saying. So you're going to take 11 points of regular damage. And, oh. then, and then I'm going to need you to make a reflex save. Okay, so you dropped a 11. You think you just barely got away with it. Because you think if it was a 10 or less, you wouldn't be having a real good time with life right now. But you definitely avoid... Uh, you kind of pulled back as he slashed into you, so you took the burn of the stone, but the flame didn't catch up. Uh, he's also uh, not really happy with this, this spellcaster right here. Which one? Which, uh, I don't know which you mean. With Ravy? Again. <laughs> uh, with Ravy, because he has reach. Yeah. Oh. oh, no. Uh. Oh, boy. And so I am going to go ahead, and his little purple snake centipede intestinal bit that was coming oh. out of his skull. Gross. Yeah. That's going to, with its four pincer claw, on the end, like a little tube worm. It's gonna go the length of this right here, in this area, okay. and, and strike at you. Now, it's going to incur an attack of opportunity. Yes. From all three of you, but I get to roll my attack first. That's fine, I'll take it. Okay. I've got a nice ability here, which allows me to do two attacks of opportunity. That's cool. Nice. Um, that, you, you, you. You do that. You that 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 right. oh. to make two additional attacks. 28 hits you? So that free in total? Yeah, that totally hits me. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to need you to make uh, da, 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 da. I need you to make a fortitude save. You failed. Oh. Um, you rolled a one, my friend. <laughs> Critical <a> fumble. <laughs> okay, so your body all of a sudden feels uh, very, very weird. Um, your limbs feel very heavy, uh, and you are paralyzed. Uh. You fall to the ground. You're completely aware, but you are completely helpless. Oh, no. So that's what happened there. Uh, attacks of opportunity on the tongue? Yeah. Okay. It says here that I can make two additional attacks. So am I doing three in total? Uh, if it says two additional, yeah, that would be three. Okay, Good cool. googly. That's a lot. <laughs> that's why I took that feat. <laughs> you got them samurai powers. Make it happen. He's quick. Okay, so I get a plus two as well, so I'll roll the first one. You just did a hellacious uh, amount six, of damage. That's 12. Hey, we're seventh level, man. Yeah, man, you're seventh. That's what I said earlier. I <laughs> know. <laughs> awesome. And then the last attack of opportunity. Ah, uh, crit again. Nice. <laughs> Two crits in a row. Wow. Is that still confirmed? Cool, dude. Yeah, that confirms. Awesome. Badass monkey samurai. Jeez Louise. Five damage. So it would be times two, so ten. Yeah. So nice. that was... Jeez. That was 24 damage in a round. Well, not even a round, in an attack of opportunity. Since I've awesome. been on fire, can I do some fire damage as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four. So, yeah, wow, man. You put a hurting on that, dude. And right on his sensitive bits, too. Um, and then is it me now? Oh. No, now, now it's uh, if... if <laughs> Nydia has a mod. If Nydia has an attack of opportunity, she it can was take. an eleven. Uh, was 11? That will hit the tongue. Yeah. Eight damage. All right. Jeez, guys. <laughs> that sounds like we're doing good. Yeah, man, that was a nice round for y'all. And now it's uh, so you guys kind of slice and carve into this thing's tongue. Uh, it's a little purple proboscis bit. You cut off one of its pincers take a nice chunk out of it. It slips back into the skull. It's, uh, you know, it staggers the whole skeleton. It looks like the glue that holds it together is whatever this purple wormy thing is, and you really have rattled it to the core, like as if somebody was to take, uh, you know, shears to a marionette string. It's, it's kind of moved, the, the skeleton, which once moved fluidly like a warrior, uh, you know, ready for battle, is now kind of jerky and, and staggering as if it's trying to re- configure the little purple uh, wormy centipede snake thing inside of it to continue to animate this, this skeleton. But you seem to have uh, put a hurting on it uh, in that last little encounter bit. Um, so now we are at uh, Mativius's actual turn. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so I guess we'll, we'll go from there. Jeez Louise. I think I sh I've got one of these left for the day. I'm gonna use a swift action to okay. challenge. So I just point my sword at him, and I give him a, a glare, and I does uh, just seven points of damage. Okay. And then I'll attack him. All right. That will hit, and I believe is that a critical? No, it's a seventeen. Uh, seventeen plus two. Yeah, so that's a hit. 
Yeah, you guys putting a hurt on this guy. He's, his cape just got with that last attack slashed into him and kind of marred his cape that he was he was rocking. Um, where is Ogin? Ogin, he is I'm over here with Elegan by the door. Yeah. Okay. So I jumped over you. I'm sorry. It was your round. Oh. Before Matibius, yeah. Is he up here at the northern part of the room? Yeah, he's here at the door. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to move one square here. Okay. And I'm going to cast Holy Smite. Holy Smite! (laughs) The spell casts 1d8 points of damage per two caster levels for a maximum of 5d8, so it would be a 3d8 for me. Um, Nydia? Yes, I got a three. She's going to take three points of damage from that spell. Oh, sorry, Nydia. That's okay. It, but it to you uh, and and Wait, I thought her alignment her alignment changed. No, no, that that's what I'm telling her. Oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a fake change. But All just only, on the surface. She didn't take twelve. She only took three. Oh, is what I'm saying. So it's okay. not the full damage. Something is happening. I just okay. wanted to make that as <laughs> as we we're moving forward. That's cool. So back to the top of the order, I believe. So me. I'm going to just write down that I took three damage. All right. I'll um, heal it it back to you after we're done. (laughs) (laughs) I can do it myself. Oh, right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I'm having what to do. I will um, pick up uh, Ravy and I'm going to move her. Can I move her to be right here? Yes. Okay. Then that's what I'd like to do. Okay. And then you will have some partial cover until I can figure out what to do with you. Uh, But I'm going to stay there and try to... uh, I'm going to hold my action, and if she gets attacked, I will uh, chop at the tongue. Okay. The worm. That sounds good. Nadia is picking out the purple worm goo that got underneath her long fingernails? Uh, so oh, you slash. That's right. So, uh, Ravy, with that... Thank you, your rolls are 19. <laughs> 19 that you pop, man. Um, you feel the, the, the impact area where it hits you, and you feel that your body's natural defenses are actually uh, working against it, um, and it's, it's kind of pushing that poison that it injected you with, like a mosquito bite sort of histamine type thing. It's pushing that out of you, uh, and you can start to feel the warmth returning to your extremities, uh, and you think probably by next round you'll be back to... Because right now you're in that pens and needles kind of disoriented, um, so you could take a partial action, not an attack or anything, but you can move, uh, but next round you'll be up to full, and you can actually interact on stuff again. That's a hell of a roll. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, Allegan, what are you doing? All right, I'm going to move over here. A little, not quite that far. No, go on. <laughs> there go we go. On. There we go. I'm going to stand behind my buddies. Get a little closer. Um, <laughs> we are going to try Scorching Ray again. Okay. But this time, I'm going to have one go at the Morhog. Okay. Nice. So, a 10 to hit. Uh, that will hit touch, yes. 
Okay. The second one, I'm actually going to aim at Mativius. Ooh. Oh, I've been on fire already. Thank you, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so does a 15 hit your touch AC? Uh, spot on. Brilliant. So let me adjust this. So for Mr. Mohorg, that is 16 damage to him. 16 damage. Good googly moogly. And Mativius, you are getting back 10. Sweet. Thank you. Ooh, I might. I might be. <laughs> okay, on the button. Uh, no, uh, by one point. Um, okay. So the the searing light hits it, and the little the little purple evilness inside the the snake centipede worm thing just seems to have taken too much, and it it convulses, and its body kind of chars underneath the positive glow, and it, it the the skeleton collapses, and this thing kind of tries to rise out of the bones and pull pieces of of bone back together to try to form some sort of covering, but it it can't. And you notice as the purple bits of it touch the dawn stone, it, it's bubbling underneath, and it just kind of uh, disappears in this puddle of pustulant purple goo, uh, leaving the the blade no longer wreathed in flame, uh, and and the bones and the you know the broken cape and crown laying on the on, on the kind of threshold of this room in the next. Uh, but that beastie is dead. Again. That's awesome. So, back out of initiative. Uh, it, being combat rounds are only six seconds, Ravi, you're back up and fully functioning in a couple of, you know, heartbeats after that. Yay! I can talk again. <laughs> are you also, still- mad, mad props for staying quiet. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, uh, that's committing to stuff as a player and, and as a storyteller. That's. That's next level, man. Are, are you still hurting, Matavius? Do you need a healing spell? I am down 11 points, so save it for when we're in proper danger. Yeah, that was <laughs> that second beam was my offhand. That's why it was not as good. That's why it's missed the first time. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. I appreciate that, Hill, but like, I'm only <laughs> down 11 now. I'll, I'll be alright for a bit. Okay. I went ahead and took the beastie off of the uh, the sheet. His uh, sword is still there. Take his it. sword is still there. His so his stone blade is still there. How's raining? Bones, right? Dead bones. I step on his skull and just crush it. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, thank you. I, I really wanted to do that myself, but thank you. <laughs> Are you still paralyzed a bit? No. <laughs> Pissed. <laughs> really mad. Really, really mad. Understandable. All right. So I'm standing within line of sight of this room now. Mm-hmm. Is that some circular stairs? Yes. Uh, the the room beyond this room out here that you can see through the door. Uh, there's a, a staircase leading down. Uh, looks like it goes down pretty far 
uh, distance. You can't actually see the bottom of it from where you're standing. Um, it is another room made of Dawnstone, of course. Um, and there seems to be a pile of, of like greenish dust at the top of the uh, top of the stairs, but you can't really make that out until you get a little closer. Uh, before we go in, I'm gonna have a look at that sword. Okay, it is a long sword. It looks like it has been crafted out of stone. Um, looks looks real, real nice. Um, how are you looking at it? Like, are you just staring at it on the floor? I'm giving it a bit of a poke with my sword. Uh, I mean, like, it's it seems it lighter. It's on fire, so I'm like, I'm devious to pick up stuff. That right. <laughs> it's not going well for us so far. I was going to say, Ravy, do you want to give the battle cry of, please don't touch that? <laughs> <laughs> Leave it alone! Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it seems a lot lighter than you would expect stone to be. Um, you know, you see, you see stone formed into a longsword. You'd expect it to be fairly heavy, but when you give it a little poke, it seems to move uh, almost, I wouldn't say weightlessly, but definitely a lot lighter than, you know, traditionally you would you would think stone a stone weapon like this size, because it's a longsword, would move. Tavius, pick it up and grind his bones into dust. Oh, I'm thinking, can I get a detect magic over here first before I... Uh... Lay me mitts on it. <laughs> like, how much do we trust the Cavagar, whoever they were? And because they, there's a lot of references to green, the green flame. And that sword was wreathed in it. And that's why I'm devious to pick it up. Uh, can we roll a detect magic for Mativius? Yeah. I'm not a caster, <laughs> I'm just the storyteller. You guys can do whatever you want. And my detect, well, my magic is shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's magic. <laughs> yeah, both of you, that's magic. <laughs> well, I will give you guys, you magical detectors, what it does, and when Mativius gets back, you can tell him what it does. Um, it definitely reeks of magic. Uh, it's a form of um, necrotic magic, but it's projection. But that seems to be the only enchantment that's laid on it. Projection? Shooting mm-hmm. magic. Necro. Shooting magic? Okay. Uh, not necessarily shooting. Projection can be a field or uh, like a rething effect would be projection magic. Um, I.e. the green flame surrounding the sword. Correct. A knowledge on this sword? Please do. Please I do. did too. I got a 26. Um, knowledge arcana? It's a... Uh, it, the practice of... Oh, does that mean you got a one? With that it means she red? got a one, and she's still got, got a fifteen. Fourteen, <laughs> yeah. Maybe smarter than everybody. <laughs> Just so you know. Even on your off days, you still are a genius. Listen, I I just got paralyzed. My butt is still feeling a little weird, <laughs> but I'm okay. I'm back in the game. I've got drinks. <laughs> Um, between the two of you, uh, you can kind of pull your knowledge in. The crafting of stone swords for arcane purposes is ancient, um, but it was something that was typically done by an honor guard of, of someone who would be protecting um, uh, an area where casters would be. So if you could kind of put that information together, it's probably safe to surmise that he was some sort of guardian 
of uh, uh, some sort of spellcaster or spellcasters. That way, the cold steel it doesn't have cold steel to interfere with the magic. Exactly, that it's stone. Jim, uh, Jim, go ahead and take ten experience points for making that leap um, without literally any prompting. Well done. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Wow, God, I love you guys. Um, so yeah, that's you guys can kind of pull all that together, and and that's that's where you kind of come up with it. I want to go into the other room where it looks like there's like a dead body outline. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, and green dust. Go, go ahead and move into the other room so I can read this funny bit of dialogue. <laughs> Boom. Hey. A so child. The, door, the door opens to reveal a staircase leading down about 50 feet into another dawnstone chamber. At the top of the se- steps is a pile of dust, mum, uh, dust and mummified flesh and tissue mm. that has a vaguely humanoid shape, as if it's the outline of a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> She's on fire. <laughs> there you go. Um, and it looks like it, uh, the corpse had gotten up and walked towards the door you just came through. Actually, laying there that whole time. <laughs> probably undisturbed. Oh, probably, yeah. So wow. that is, uh, until yeah. a couple of yuckles came along and started making noise. <laughs> that I'm that may mean that sleep. that may mean that no no one else has been through this door in ages. Oh, look at the undead guy we just killed. He could have killed whoever happened upon the place but then um the green dust would be more disturbed if he's been up more than once exactly well i mean everything we found back here has been impossibly old and and untouched in a long time what if he was molting (laughs) also not a bad logical leap (laughs) all all very good possibilities being um, this close in the room, can we see down the stairs? Staircase goes down at least 50 feet. I say you, we go down. You can see a landing at the bottom, but it goes down at least 50 feet. Are we getting tired? Like, how, long, how much time has passed with this exploration in you guys the are, Dawnstone area? The Dawnstone is pretty disorienting, but you guys have probably been trekking for at least 12 to 13 hours. I reckon we should take a rest. How are we going to sleep well, with... Says the burned the, monkey. <laughs> the sun shining in our eyes all... all well, the previous room doesn't have sunstone in, does it? All of it does. All of it. Yeah. yeah. All I of think, this area is sunstone. We, we sleep I think on we have to go back to the top level. On our heads. Does anybody <laughs> have a really thick uh, blanket to put over our heads? I say this. I say we continue on into the stairs. If there's still Dawnstone, then we have to go all the way back to Father Alligating and, or I'm sorry, uh, Gregory, and also Jerkface, who's standing outside, who will probably talk us to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Or you could just tie scarves around your eyes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) That would work. We could take uh, turns on watch. Mm-hmm. So are we going down? Let's go downtown. Okay. Let's let's go follow down and see if it's sunstone, and then we can decide. Or follow, the, follow the smart one. <laughs> I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna hide all the areas. I roll okay. hot uh, ones. Do we real, want? 
quick, can I throw an alchemy on whatever this powder is on the floor? Sure. Who's going to be up front? I want to cast Guidance on you. Uh, the powder on the floor is mummified flesh and, and, okay. uh, and skin. Yeah. I'm going to cast Guidance on Mativius. So it was molting. Yeah. It also looks slightly reptilian. I didn't, I didn't realize you rolled a 21. Yeah, it's got, it's got flecks of scale in it. Is the map black for everybody now? Yeah. So wait a second. If it was a snake... A snake scared, person? But then this thing was like breeding snakes. There's a theme. They have an aesthetic. <laughs> Is there like power androids or anything? Can I like pull like a Sigourney Weaver? And <laughs> Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> oh, like oh man! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We're okay. never gonna get a good night's rest. Oh, this place is. Oh, there's all sorts of places to maybe sleep. <laughs> meanwhile, maybe meanwhile, sleep. what's her face? The Lord of Change is sitting there like <laughs> aggro fingers. Where the hell are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no one ever said we were actually showing up. <laughs> These are all very true statements. Yeah. And if they think going to wake up, walk outside and get smushed by a giant. <laughs> so then it's good that we're going deeper into the hell cavern. You mean oh, God. the jerkwad outside has to take forever to find us. It's the great old ones, not the great punctual ones. <laughs> well, that's why I call the great old ones, because when we come out, we're going to have to be the great old. I did just think something did just occur to me. Hmm. We did just leave Father Chatty Cathy up there with uh You sure did. Ages ago. Us. Ages hold, ago. Hold on. We pulled He's going to drive the ancestral away. Behind a wall. He's yeah, okay. but what happens when he wakes up? Wh he's he going to annoy the shit out of the ancestral. <laughs> he's going to pull her off. I love it. You, did you kill him? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That's... <laughs> Matt, I love you, dude. Your your logic is sound. For the folks at home, Magic has just dropped some science. We're gonna let the idiot bore the infernally <laughs> long-lived being to death. Yeah. And the sad part is, it might work. It might work. <laughs> it might work. I it mean, have work. you heard that guy try to tell a story and stay on point? <laughs> <laughs> I've almost killed him five times already. <laughs> And I'm a lawman. <laughs> so, something like the, immo the irresistible boredom versus the immovable uh, patience. I mean, I don't know, something like that. I know there's a joke in there somewhere. You must have the patience of the angels. <laughs> Even the patience of the angels doesn't deal with Father Gregory. <laughs> the Dawnstone steps lead down to a barren room with a single green stone door. The door is etched with depictions of vinework and flowers surrounded by a great feathered serpent. So sleep or travel on We need where... to rest. We need to get our spells yeah. back and stuff. Yeah, I think. yeah we're going to get exhaustion we soon. I'll take the first watch. I'll take the so we doing this here and right this here? Room? We've got bandages and stuff, ain't we? I've got healing stuff. What do you need if bandages for? I stick for? my head into my bag. cover our eyes from the... <laughs> oh. <glad. laughs> Just put your head in your bag. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty dark in there. <laughs> <laughs> is there air? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> There's actually no air in a bag of holding, but still. You put your mouth half out. Right. Like, like a Batman cowl. You just stick yeah. your head in it. 
You just put half your head in, so it's just slightly well, well. covering your eyes, but not your nose. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone got straws? Straws? <laughs> so yeah. you can put the straws in your nose and have them go outside. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. It's like a snorkel. <laughs> okay, so I know I can cast light, but why can't I just cast oh, dark? Right? I could cast blindness on everyone that's sleeping. <laughs> no. Maybe I'm not. good. I can undo it. <laughs> I could, uh, I could cast enveloping mist. Oh yeah, enveloping mist would be a thing. I would just make it sunny and foggy. Oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> pretend you're in the steam room getting a schwitz. Who wants blindness? It might hide this from enemies. <laughs> I have my um, eye patch uh, scarf. Uh, embroidered scarf. All right, what I'm gonna I do used is... to have one missing eye, and now I strangely don't. Can I pull I like out some of my again. books oh, and build like a little again. mini like hutch with my books? Nice. Yeah, actually, that's that's pretty possible. In the little hutch with the books <laughs> over me, sleeping with your head stuck in it. Yeah. Just hey, it's it's easy because I can sleep on my bag too. But I'm yeah. just saying. I will cast blindness on anyone who needs it. (laughs) I don't think anyone wants to be blind. (laughs) Uh, Hard hard pass for me. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to just wrap my tail around my eyes. I can literally make like an igloo of books and just get inside. Like a a whole fort for all of us? No, just me. (laughs) (laughs) I could, but I'm not going to. Well, I will put this in uh, before I before I even like build my hutch and go to sleep. I have to read anyway for an hour, so mm-hmm. I'm going to actually probably pull out one of my books. Uh, let's see, I had one of interest that I wanted to read. And Anton, I wrote down something that I don't remember. Okay. Um, it said that. Uh, it said medicine books, books on medicine. Yes. A medical books, one hour for one week of study plus 10 health checks. They were yes. the books that were describing the, uh, the sickness. The sickness. The yeah. Cont- yeah. So basically if you read them every night, once you get through a week, as long as you continue to read them every night, you get plus 10 to your health checks. Then I would like to mark that I'm going to do that tonight. For my first, and is a week here ten days? Oh, uh, a week is seven. It is seven. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. I am reading the Book of Malik. I'm gonna go to sleep and do my meditations when I wake up. I'm going to take the first watch. I'm gonna wrap my towel around my face and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna use the cloth belt for my robe. <laughs> Nydia itches a lot. She's pretty uncomfortable and laying on this dawnstone floor is um, just making it worse. I'm going to give you some books. You can stretch them out and lay on top of those instead. Thank you. I've got over so 47. Books. So many books. I have a yeah. library in my bag. So honestly, building something for uh, Nydia is really important easy as far as putting something like half over her to block most of the light 
Oh. And Nydia pats your hand and says, you're such a good friend. Well, yes, because we're friends. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I will uh, also pour everyone a magical refilling drink from my gourd. No, yeah, the, the water actually tastes, it tastes salty, but it's not salt water. It's not good, but it's free. And it <laughs> yes. So kind of like, uh, like a Gatorade? Very yeah. much like replenishing, but not... Not dehydrating. Not dehydrating. I'm good with ye old electrolytes. Let's do this. I, I think that's, yeah, Squabble plants need. Does it have any healing properties, or is it just salty water? It doesn't have any healing properties, but it is um, always going to be drinkable, refreshing, clean water. And Anton, we haven't seen a single root or wood in ages now. Mm -mm. And we've traveled so, so far. Is it we've traveled further than a tree would have roots go? Yes, yes, yes. By by leaps and bounds. You guys are probably miles away. Well, I think at present count, there isn't a dwarf among you, so you wouldn't be able to have that direction okay. sense. Um, but yeah, you're, you've traveled far. It is a, it's something to be sick for. <laughs> it's, it's kind of horrible. Sorry. There's, there's other gaming stuff going on for this game that I'm not really uh, privy to share with you yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm working on at the same time. Uh, this is kind of delightful. So you we guys did. are. Father Gregory the, woke up and now he's talking. Angel <laughs> 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 So uh, I am. Hey guys, uh, I followed you down, and I met this really cool <laughs> angel guy. And come with me. I wanted to talk to you me. guys. It's really cool. So you guys are going to watch. He's going off for his own spin-off. Yeah. Gregory in the morning. Uh, there have nothing occurs during the time that you guys sleep. Okay, great. Other than the light doesn't fade at all. Which uh, is obnoxious. Yes, you all get sleep, but you're irritated by the time you wake up, because it's like sleeping in a room full of light. I'm already irritated. I got petrified. (laughs) And Nydia has been... Back up to full HP as well, then. Nydia has been crawling out of her skin ever since she put a certain bracelet on that melded into her body. Uh, Now, when I do my meditation in the morning, can I do that while reading my my book? Yes. The spell book? Okay. So I I will include that as part of my meditation ritual. Uh, I'm also, when we do wake up, I'm going to write in my journal in the morning, uh, cataloging what I've done so far, and what I've seen so far, and what I've learned so far, because that's what you do as a scribe of Solaris. <laughs> Works yeah. for me. Awesome. Okay. So I'm doing, I'm doing my prayer thing. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, go ahead. Time passes. You guys get very unrestful sleep. It's very frustrating. You go. You try to go around your morning rituals. I'm not saying that nothing doesn't work. I'm just saying that it's um, difficult, uncomfortably problem. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Um, it makes you unhappy. We snapping at each other. Uh, I wouldn't say that you guys are fighting with each other. Um, just because I think your level of camaraderie for such a long period of time would eliminate that. I had actually taken that into consideration, um, but I think you guys are even tempered enough with each other that you're not snapping at each other. But you're definitely not. You're feeling it. Your skin is itchy. You're not, you don't like being here. So the next morning, you guys, or the next amount of time, because time is kind of hard to track here, you guys kind of all feel rested. You've, you've done your rituals. You've regained your spells. You've pulled through your books. You've done your prayers. You've practiced your katas. Uh, you're all kind of where your heads, you're, you're getting your heads on as straight as possible. And uh, 
There's a green door in front of you and a staircase behind you. Where are you going? Onward and downward or forward? forward. <laughs> Who's opening that door? I, I will cast guidance on the front person again. Who's going? Mativius? Yeah, I'll give it a little uh, little check first. Okay. Like, uh, this, one has a latch, this one has a latch on it. Um, the other green stone doors haven't, but this one has like a like a handle that you lift up to open. Mm. And you get the plus one. It's eight. <laughs> it is a door that has a handle that you lift up to open. Okay, I'll lift it up. With okay. Sword and then it opens and, and swings freely. You can you don't feel any resistance. Is it opening yeah, outwards it opens or inwards? Into, into the room, yeah. Okay, yeah. What do I see? Uh, when you open the door, there's a drag now. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a long... <laughs> crap! Um, it's another small room. It's about the size of the, the antechamber you guys are in. Um, there's a long green stone bench against the far wall, and it's flanked by two large green bases. The, from what what you can see from where you're at, the bench is covered in these intricate carvings of vines and flowers, much like the door that you just opened, uh, creating a, a textured yet comfortable looking surface in the stonework. Uh, the vases, the large vases are um, cone-shaped. Uh, so, that, I mean, they're not completely cone-shaped. They're flat on the bottom, but they, they go up in a, in a kind of cone um, and uh, they seem to be collection plates of sorts. You want to throw a perception check for me? Uh, from what, from your vantage point, you can see what appears to maybe be like um, like gemstones or coins or something iridescent and sparkly inside of both of them. And then there's I'm another thinking, door that's right here. I'm thinking they're being trapped. I'll go in cautiously. Move yourself in, my friend. I'm going to need more guidance. I, ha- I will just continue to give you guidance as long as you're in the front. It's a cantrip. Okay. Hugging the wall. Okay. It's a nice wall. It's warm. It hugs your back. Well, not really. It'd be weird if it hugged your back. It'd be like a wall golem. Hey, the walls all hug down here. Right. Down here are the walls hug. So, I'm going to give one of the collection trays a little poke. The tip of my sword. You poke it? Yeah. Cool! Initiative, everybody! Oh, I knew it! <laughs> Don't touch stuff! Technically, I didn't touch it. I poked no, you poked it. it! No, you touched it! Jiggery pokery, right? We always say, don't touch the things. But it was money. <laughs> Please don't make me burn you again. Uh, let me let me grab the... I'll the, be immune to it. I've got miniatures for these guys. <laughs> Oh, guys, there's multiple. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. There's two vases. Oh, well, there's there. two vases. Uh, no, I'm right in front of one, and I rolled a six. Sorry, I rolled a one. I rolled a 21. Oh, it's uh, oh, it did. Nickelodeon's flome oh, stuff. Oh, no, no. These are oozes that are gray. <laughs> they would be gray oozes. Yeah. Bruises. Bruises, uh, yeah. as we like to call them. Mm-hmm. For our listeners at home, gray oozes have attacked the party. Uh, so these these uh, these tentacle pseudopods of kind of uh, 
kind of translucent gray ooze whips out of the vase and lashes towards you. Okay, so it looks like Mativius is going. I slept and passed my bad luck on. Sorry. (laughs) Ogan is going on a 20. Uh, Ravy's going on a 12. Nydia is going on a 6. Allegan is going on a 5. And the Grey Oozes are going on a 2. So let's see. We got uh, Mativius, top of the order. These little gray. It kind of pops up out at you. It makes slurping sounds and it's coming fast. An attack. It's a 9. Uh, I, I don't think... Yeah, actually, no, I'm sorry. Nine hits. Dude. Wow. They have crap AC. <laughs> They're also ooze. <laughs> They're also ooze. For three points. Alright, so you hit this bad boy for three points. <laughs> Your sword just kind of pokes at ooze. There's not really a better way to describe that. Ogan, what's your move, my friend? You're back in the other room. Yeah, heavy crossbow. To okay. Use, uh, the Batavius is... Uh... Right on, roll to hit. Hell of a roll, man. You hit it. Six point. It's taken six. Uh, let's see. Next on the order. This sounds disgusting, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's so. It's now, splork. How, splork. How, I wanted to ask, like, do like, do we know if they have special attacks at all? Do are these like, <laughs> common enough? These animals? are very uncommon. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So Never you guys, would, you guys would not be. You 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 would be aware of green and yellow, but not gray. Gray would uh, be very uncommon for where you guys are at. I see. Um, you could draw the logical connection that it, green and yellow both have uh, other effects other than just slime hitting you. Right. So these might as well, but you wouldn't know what they were until they started affecting you. Don't worry, we'll find out. Oh, I'm sure you will. I, <laughs> get through a couple more initiatives, we'll, we'll find out all yes, sorts of Bond, stuff. Yes, I'm very sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> Ravy, what you doing? Okay, uh, Ravy's <laughs> going to cast Fire Snake. <laughs> By a snake. Because, you know, Mativius is like right there and it's just going <laughs> to me. So. Yeah, yeah, you hit it. Annoying thing. <laughs> 1d6 points of fire damage per caster level. Jeez Louise, a fire snake spell, man. Players at home, fire snake. Screw up a game. <laughs> is this one hitting me as well? Yeah. It's no, adja- I- each square must be adjacent to the previous square. Yeah, but she could shoot in the middle. Yeah, if she if she goes up here, but she's up to the right there. She could. If she shot in that middle square, she'd hit both of you. What? Oh, I'm trying to go for both of them. Yeah, so you just shoot it right up the middle. And and us too, right? Starting starting at her, it affects. No, starting at her, it would it wouldn't hit you two. It would graze you, but it wouldn't hit you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the our arm hairs get. Oh, you'd be singed. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be d- definite burnt monkey fur in the air, but you wouldn't get hurt. Nineteen. Good. Good. Oh my gosh. As a, so this this flaming snake rips across the floor, erupts, and just <laughs> hits the back wall and splashes onto both vases. The oozes kind of bubble with heat, like a a, br- a brulee, you know, creme brulee. With yeah, heat. Don't <laughs> ruin my favorite food here. Oh, dude, I love creme. Eric, my wife, my wife, listeners, oh, my wife is amazing. I'll talk about her as much as I can. My wife is the most amazing cook in the world, right? She makes a creme brulee. This woman went into my kitchen one night, and she, I was like, man, I really love creme brulee. And she's like, I can make that. And I'm looking at this beautiful, beautiful woman. I don't know how I got so lucky. 
and uh, and I'm looking at her, and she she's like, I can make one, and I'm like, yeah, beautiful, okay. And she comes out the kitchen and just with legit just the bestest cream brulee you have ever seen in your entire life, blowtorch and ramekin and custard and oh, and just the most delicious with the crack, crack, crack with the spoon. Mmm, wonderful. Long story short, my wife's amazing. Uh, continuing. So what do you use the torch for if you've ne- if y'all never made a creme brulee? <laughs> well, no, I, we had a torch for lighting hookah um, coals for our hookahs. Okay. Yeah. So she had the she got the torbits or the I think the taurine or whatever the, the I don't know what it's called I'm not a cook person uh, the the sugar the granulated sugar or yeah. whatever and she used it and made it up real nice it was amazing. We have a blowtorch here at home too. Really? There you go. Yeah. Never owned a blowtorch. Oh, okay. <laughs> got a Canvax body spray and a lighter. <laughs> that is pretty that, much a blowtorch. Um, a very smelly blowtorch. Smelly blowtorch. Makes a terrible oh. creme brulee, by the way. <laughs> it's probably the best. This, best. this be... brulee smells like man. It's <laughs> probably the best use for Axe body spray. That's true. <laughs> So uh, let's see. So the flame just douses these these uh, oozes. It's disgusting. Um, just a hell of a lot of damage. It's fantastic. We are, uh, the, you know, that that that's Ravy. Um, God, that was a great roll, man. They're not um, taken care of. They're not. No, they're not gone yet. No, no. They're oozes. They're oozes. They got they got hit points. Okay. Um, yeah, this. You guys are seventh level. <laughs> These things got hit points for days. Oh, no. Uh, so that would be Nydia's turn to do something. Disengage? No. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> you can't get out of the room. You can back up. But you can't. Oh. Run away. Uh, have I seen any evidence that they have 10-foot reach? No. Okay. Then yes. I back up. Uh, because you disengage, you won't incur an attack of opportunity. That's uh, that, I was hoping Pathfinder did that. Yeah. Allegan? <laughs> Uh, so we have never seen anything like this before. You've seen oozes, just oh, not... We've seen oozes, just not gray. Just not these oozes, yeah. Right. And we fought, fought something undead, so I'm gonna do something a little... I'm gonna do a little experimentation. Okay. I'm casting my elemental ray. It's basically just a ray of positive energy. Because okay. I don't know how that's going to affect these things. Okay. Which one? Let's go with shooting okay. that one. All right. For the listeners at home, he's aiming at the one that Mativis is not currently engaged in Mortal Kombat with. Mortal Kombat! That Nydia totally ran away from. Yeah, totally ran away. It was all, excuse Uh, me. So that is a 17 to hit. That will, yeah, that'll hit. Uh, And it's doing a D6 plus 2, I believe. And so now when I I hit this thing, I'm actually going to be trying to study it. Does it look like it hurt it or healed it? Neither. Just looks like it went splork. Yeah, it looks like it looks like you didn't do enough damage either way that to the naked eye you would be able to discern if you helped it or hurt it. Fantastic. Um, okay. Yeah, that's what you rolled, man. That's well, that's because with the positive energy, I don't want to heal our opponents. Right. Uh, so that's kind of an opening move if we're encountering something for the first time, just to see what I would do to it before I start throwing, you know, scorching fireball. Rays. Yeah, positive fireballs. Let's just stick with uh, let's just stick with some vanilla spells <laughs> next time. <laughs> Magic missile, I got you. Hey, so that is my turn. All right. Um. So then we go to Ogan. No, we go to Oozes. Ha ha. That would be me. 
All right. Well, my monkey is my huckleberry, so I am <laughs> going to uh, I'm here sorry, I come. Huckleberry. <laughs> my huckleberry. I'll be your huckleberry. You ain't smart, Lamar. You ain't no Daisy at all. Oh. Ain't no Daisy at all. Here I come. Seven. I don't. Negative. <laughs> I'm gonna try it again. Fifteen. I don't think I hit you. Uh, on the on the dot, so does that go to me or to you? What do you mean? Uh, my AC is fifteen. Yeah, so I hit you on the nose, just barely. The, so the the one in front of you hits you once. <laughs> so you're gonna take uh, five points of hit damage as one of the pseudopod smacks here, and then you're going to make a reflex save for me and hope you make it. Fourteen. You didn't make it. Did not? Did not make it. Oh. Uh-oh. Yep. So you are now going to take five points of acid damage. It is burning your skin. This will be continuous until you get it off of you. And it's cumulative. Cumulative. (laughs) Not commutative. Not commutative. It doesn't hit everybody. (laughs) We know. We're all in this together. (laughs) (laughs) Up against raving. (laughs) I can Uh, burn it off for you if you want me to. (laughs) So, uh, and the other one doesn't look like it can can reach anybody, so it's just flailing. And back to the top of the order. Oh, that's me, isn't it? Uh, Okay. Would I be able to wash it off with my water? The acid? Uh, yes, but that will incur an attack of opportunity because you're in combat. Yeah, I was going to say, you might win. There's nowhere he can, uh, yeah. unoccupied square he can enter currently. No. I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, use my swift action. Okay. I've got all three of those back now. So that's just a challenge, seven points of damage. Okay. On the guy in front. You still hit. Oh, you did with a six. Six. They have a five AC. Oh my! Wow. They are Sun still going full blown monkey rage. Nine <laughs> <laughs> for nine, for nine yeah. points. Uh, it's it's hurting. If a ooze could be hurting, you've depleted a lot of it. It looks like uh, if a kid had GAC in the nineties and rolled it over a bunch of carpet for such a long period of time, it's just picked up so much cat hair and dirt and other grime that it's just kind of not holding its shape too well. Looks like it's real close to not being able to function as a living being. Now, with, with the way that I challenge it, I do very some drastic kind of Ginyu force poses with right. that throw the acid off me? No, the acid is stuck to you. <laughs> uh, that is good thinking, but no, it does not. Okay. Do I take the damage now? Then? Not until not until my point in the initiative. Cool. Yeah. So that gives everybody else in the party a chance to do something. Cool. So we are on to Ogan. What you doing, my friend? How many of these squares can I move and still take an action? Uh, you can move half your movement. And still take an action. I mean, uh, you're a human, right? So it'd be yeah. thirty. So, be three so each square, yeah, each square is well, each square is five feet. So half your movement would be fifteen. I'll move in here. Okay, you're gonna incur an attack of opportunity. No, you wouldn't. Well, you okay. wouldn't. But you're gonna put yourself in danger. I know. So you know. Okay. That's why I did it. Yeah, because okay. I have fire spells. <laughs> <laughs> not afraid to use them. She is not. Not at all. And I'm going to attack with Judah the hammer. Oh, Judah. 
That's the name of my hammer. I love it. Judah. Yeah, you hit. For eight. That's good damage. And you, you kind of crack the vase as you bring the hammer down. You want now, me to put the hammer down? <laughs> <laughs> now there's little chunks of vase stuck in the ooze. Stuck in it, yeah. By these savings. <laughs> uh, it's going to give it extra slashing damage now. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah, that'd be funny if it, oh, that's good. I'll use that later. Um, <laughs> damn it. I like it. Thanks to the demon likes that idea. Uh, so, uh, let's see. That would take us to Ravy. What you doing? Uh, why do you always have to get in my way? <laughs> contagious flame. Oh, contagious. More flames, all right. You blast several enemies with beams of fire. You may fire three rays, plus one additional ray for every four levels beyond 11th to a maximum of five rays at 19th. Uh, wow, that's awesome. So Each you fire. ray requ- requires ranged touch attack. It hit and deals 4d6. Damn. Roll it, because, I mean, you hit him, you rolled a six. So Kill it, kill it with fire. Yeah, burn it. Oh, because you can move on to the next one, so... Okay. So which one are you hitting first? Uh, I'll hit the left one first. The one in front of Mativius? Uh-huh. Okay. That one, with ten points of damage, bubbles splorks and melts away into nothing. Yes! It has been destroyed. Thirteen to the other one? That one looks like it's pretty charbroiled right now. Do you have another ray, or is that your last? You only have two. Does you may fire three. three. Oh, okay. Well, then roll that down. Yep. That one also turns to Cinder Ash and Bubble Blurks away. Wow, y'all did so good. All I did was run away. All right, we are out of combat, but we still have some issues to resolve. I pop my gourd and fall <laughs> right for the acid. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, uh, I didn't burn you for once. <laughs> You're gonna take three. You're gonna take three more before you wash it off. But with the application of that water, it will wash it away. All right. Um, the vases, one of them broken, but not super broken. Just broken enough. Uh, the vases are full of uh, a bunch of coins and gemstones. Oh, a few other things. You can keep digging through it, but I don't know what you guys want to do in this room. Should we crack the vase? We already broke the vase, so like the worst that happened is that ooze came out. Okay. Uh, I'll go and uh, smash the one I already started on. Okay. Coins and gems fall. Coins and gems fall. In the kind of piles that you guys have in front of you now, there's about 500 GP worth of coin, uh, gold pieces worth of coins and gemstones in Uh each of the vases. This would go, this would help uh, Cinderfall. I would like you also to consider the uh, weight of gold and gemstones <laughs> and how much a thousand uh, worth we... of gold and gemstones would be. I have a bag of holding. No, yeah. you have a haversack that carries books. <laughs> books, only books. That is different than a bag of holding. I have a bag of holding. Because we can take it. Some books carve out the middle. <laughs> no, no, you will not, or <laughs> I will flame snake you. <laughs> There's five of us. Could we split up the amounts? Uh, you could. I'm just letting you know it's it's it's, it's enough. It's enough weight that it will slow you down. Okay. Well, let's just take enough to help out the community, but wouldn't weigh us down. How you much could would probably. That be? I mean, it's a thousand total between golds and gems. So we could say that 500 gemstones split up between you guys would be easy to carry. 
It's like 500 gold, It's the gold that's going to be really difficult for you guys to tote. I would rather take the gems. Uh, I'm pretty sure Cranston and Jenny would like it. So, yeah, definitely. Um, there's also some other things in there. Gemstones can be really useful. Uh, there is a masterwork dagger made with a green stone handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are three green stone feathers, um, about six inches long each. And there is a green stone amulet of a feathered serpent in a figure eight, biting its own tail. It's the, so if it's a serpent, it's going to have a hole in it. I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, it has two. One. Yeah. It makes a oh, figure... Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a figure eight. Like, yeah, makes like a figure eight. eternity sign. Yeah. Like a double Oreobos. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing they look similar to the, the wand I picked up. Yes. One floor up. Yep. Could I do oh, that? I and Arcana? Point it towards you so you can check it out. None of it is magical. Okay. And none of the coins have to do with any of the pit lords or demon kings, right? Nope. None of the, the coins don't even look like they're pressed. They look like they're just like Solid gold, gold slugs. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Solid gold. That's a hell of a roll, by the way, Nadia. That was yeah. a match twenty. Aww. That's why no detect magic had to be cast. There's just the her arcane roll was so high she looked at it and went, None of this is magical. It's just <laughs> real nice. It's just money. Yeah. It's just you can, real nice. You can touch all of that. It's okay. Can I point <laughs> out that everything seems to still be alive the further we go back in? Well yeah, it's been sitting around forever. That that's kind of the point. Like we've faced a Lich King ish thing come across these guys we had the wax golems it seems like something was very much so in progress i just cured you for 17 so you should be good um back up to four. now there are any other doors in this room just the one by matevius the one matevius is standing next to one by matevius up here i'm gonna i'll pocket that uh ouroboros thing and like uh i'll pick up the dagger okay what's it what's the damage on it it's a uh, 1d4 uh, plus 2. It's masterwork. And I was going to check out the uh, the feathers. They are... Uh, they, they look like... As weird as this is going to sound, they look like paperweights, maybe? <laughs> yeah, they're just really intricately carved feathers out of this green stone stuff. Hmm. Have we ever seen this green stone stuff before coming here? That's a great question. No, you haven't. So that would be interesting to study. So what's the move? You guys going in the next room? Can I listen that through the door? Sure. Sounds like a stone door. Yeah. I am, I am not a rogue. <laughs> I am in no way a rogue. I'd give it a, a little perception as well. Okay. It's your older one, folks. So did, <laughs> oh my God. So, did <laughs> so you guys hear us? It's a stone door. Yeah. I think it's fine. Uh, okay. Um, I think they have Can't. their ears pressed against the wall. I'm guys, guys. I'm the one with the bad perception here. <laughs> no, I've got pretty bad perception. Let's see. Oh, unless you've got a negative one, I've got a plus two. That's it. Oh, well, plus two as well. Just oh, um. By the way, Matevius, <laughs> not that this is going to do any good, but I gave you guidance. So, <laughs> how about me and Allegan's perception? Yeah, sounds like running water. I think there's another fountain next door. Oh, we open this. It's going to be the the shining elevator. 
Mm. How about don't hope things, Mativius, and we should be fine. Look at all the sweet loo we've got. Too much to carry. We can always come back. Yeah. And we got to see some new oozes. Oh, lovely. Are we done with the Dawnstone? No. Oh! It's in the grass, isn't it? The green stone door swings open, and you're all kind of taken aback by what you see. What will they find behind the giant green stone doors? Tune in next week to find out on The Great Old One.